are watching T Radio V, Radio in TV. Welcome to the Post Show, broadcasting live from T Radio V in Hollywood, California. This is where we elevate the creative cult. This is where creatives can be seen. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. I'm Poe. I can hear you guys in the tech room. I had to throw that in. Okay. Thursday, March 24th, 7 to 9 p.m., the Skip Heller 78 RPM release party at Wacko, purveyor of post pop culture. 4633 Hollywood Boulevard, Los Angeles. Join Skip Heller's Holloway, Hol Holloway, Holloway. That's a, that's a strange word. <laughs> Hollywood Blues Destroyers at Luz de Jesus Gallery in celebration of Skip's new release, a limited edition, three track, 10 inch, 78 RPM record. Heller and group will be performing a full set featuring a hot five performance of the songs on the 78. The event is free. All ages welcome. Tickets available at leluzdehazus.com. Dionysus Records' inaugural 78 RPM release does the label proud. Roots, Exotica, Rockabilly master Skip Heller returns to the imprint with Heller's Hot Five, including Dionysus Records' head honcho, Lee Joseph, on acoustic bass. You guys saw him not too many shows back. He's brilliant. Delivering three smoking, blues-drenched tunes recorded and cut live to monotape by former Big Sandy and the Fly Right Trio bassman Wally Hersom on all tube-powered analog gear. Release comes with a download card for people who don't know what all that stuff means. <laughs> okay, April 2nd and 3rd, back by popular demand, the vortex of destiny returns to the brewery Art Walk. This mind-bending installation, the collaborative brainchild of fabric fabricator Dave Taylor and 3D blacklight artist Debbie Cable, is preparing to return to Burning Man for its second showing at the Destiny Lounge. The Vortex is a 12-by-24-foot enclosed tunnel featuring 16-by-28-foot interior mural of the creation of the universe in a 9-foot diameter spinning tube which makes me want to vomit, but that's just me. <laughs> Heavy-duty Milo <laughs> mirrors cap both ends, creating a unique, mesmerizing, infinite tunnel of fun and exhilaration. 3D glasses bring the artwork to life as it spins around you. Again, don't drink too much before you ha experience this, or maybe that would add to the reality <laughs> of it all. A twirl of vision video screen at the end of the vortex shows a live feed from inside for all to see. That's why you don't want to vomit in there. The Brewery Art Walk is a free event. The Vortex is a special event with a $5 suggested donation 
That is for an all-weekend Vortex and 3D Lounge access. Tickets available at DebbieCable.com. That's D-E-B-I-C-A-B-L-E.com. Okay. So with this episode, we're not only discussing, but experimenting and experiencing poetry and a fusion of poetry and music. In the studio with me today, I have a poet profoundly skilled with language, with a voice that's not only entrancing but unforgettable, an LA phenomenon that is in the past, that was in the past too shy to commit, the warm, friendly, and delightfully quirky, <laughs> enormously accessible and relatable poet, muse, enigma, Ellen Maybe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hi. Thank you. This is an honor to be here. <laughs> an individual that entered this world singing. Yes, I found this. Oh, nice. Multi-instrumentalist, singer, songwriter, half asymmetrical clown. You can't put anything on the internet without me finding it. Good work. Half rainbow <laughs> robot alien with a sprinkling of unicorn. All of that. This is the true stuff. <laughs> the musical half of the Ellen and Robbie poetry and music fusion duo, Bobby, Bobby, Robbie, Robbie, Bobby, R Rob, just Robbie. Do you ever go by Bobby? I had my old roommates used to call me Bob. Okay, the only see, ones I, allowed. I knew it, was, it. I knew them. It was because it was humorous, not because I was humor esque. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Robbie Fitzsimmons. Hey, thank you. Thanks so much for having us. Okay, and you guys know this guy. Everybody knows this guy. He's got a following. <laughs> okay, author of many published collections of poetry, including Coyote Blues, released in 2013. But that's old news, because soon to be released, Rogue Wave. The Shakespeare of Shakespeare's Fool, <laughs> another poetry and music duo with singer-songwriter Jason Fetty, fellow bohemian and partner in many crimes, including last night at the Marine Room <laughs> and BC Space. Sorry, everyone, for all of those awful things that we did and said. Infamous, infamous playboy poet and Shakespearean god, John Gardner. Paulina, thank you very much. <laughs> Delighted to be here. I cannot believe your introductions. But you I'm, can't thank believe them. You. you can believe them. Thank you for including me as a bohemian who brings you down through to my wild and wicked beatnik past. <laughs> Let's your, get the show your, on the road, that's baby. That's your, pa your past? Yes, my and present and yeah, probably future. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the past thing. <laughs> I think it's definitely come into the future. Okay. What are we going to talk about now, guys? Is all, do you know? You, I did my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the introductions were great. Let's get out of here. Okay, let's get out of here. I mean, hey, yeah, for Polina and our introduction. You know what? How is that? I'm not happy with that champagne in the middle of the table. Oh, I like I think it's you know, sometimes it's like right, like here, like, like it's in somebody's mouth, and that's not cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about Ellen. Ellen, maybe. I love I I I love your moniker. I love that word. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Actually, you know, it happened in Laguna Beach. Oh, really? Yeah. Because well, I always was so shy about reading, and I put. Um, maybe I'll read it. When I was at the library series a long time ago, they said, um, Ellen, maybe I'll read, maybe, I'm like, I just started to click. It just was <laughs> perfect. And with the Y in my first name and the Y in the maybe, it, it's me. <laughs> so Ellen would sign in for open, right, open reading. Is that what they call it? Yeah, maybe? exactly. Okay, so for open readings, and she would put Ellen, maybe. 
Because she wasn't so sure. She was shy. Maybe. You're yeah. still a little shy. Yeah, still. <laughs> She's come out of her shell a lot since yeah. I've known her. Yeah. Um, it's been really awesome. So uh, just a little history on us. I'm going to... Okay, I wonder... Keep <coughs> can you... Do something? Can you can you can you bring this closer to you? Can you maybe hold the mic? I just want to make sure that I I just want to make sure that I hear you. Should I hold the mic? Okay, I can hold the mic, but I'm gonna have to move it back. There we go. No, 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 you can move it back. I can move it back. No, no, no. I mean, when you're done. Okay, yeah. So I'll I'll just hold it like this for now. So um so yeah so Ellen and I we actually uh well first off were you finished learning about Ellen's history? Would you like to ask her more? Oh no no no! Go ahead, because we can we can talk about. We're kind of a Eleanor. unit at this point. Ex exactly, exactly. <laughs> We're just like yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, we have a project called Ellen and Robbie. We met actually the first night I moved to LA. Yay! Uh huh. <laughs> really? <laughs> the very first night I went to a party. I was staying with. Um, okay, wait a minute. Where where were you before that? I went to school in Boston. Oh, I didn't know that. I went to school at Berkeley and uh, Berkeley College of Music. Oh, that in Boston. no no no! I did know that because I I remember the Berkeley, but with yeah. these. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I uh, want to be Berkeley. No, I'm just kidding. Well, it's actually it's, it's cool. It's, it's <laughs> been getting you know it, it it's, uh, developed more of a name for itself even since I've left. So um, so I moved out to LA. Um, I moved in with this man named Tommy Jordan who um, let me stay in his house. Uh, and he said, Hey, I'm going to this party tonight in Venice. We were staying. I was staying in Pomona. Oh, cool. Um, so we went out to this party at Venice. And she was there. And uh, Tommy and her had just um, finished making an album together, her first album called Rodeo for the Sheepish. Yes, that's a big hit. Yes, it's really good. Ooh. You guys should definitely check that out. Definitely um, check that out. Yes. Harlan, yeah, Henhouse. Yeah, yeah Harlan, Harlan Stein. Okay, was that at um, Beyond Baroque? Um, so then we did um, monthly shows at Beyond Baroque yeah. Okay. Yeah. that we called the Rodeo, the Poetry Rodeo, um, where people – we would perform, and then people had the option to come up and perform with a full band behind them. Yeah. And so that kind of turned into the Ellen Maybe Band, and we had all these interesting opportunities. We performed at Glastonbury in, yeah. um, in England because Jackson Brown took a liking to her stuff and put in a good word for us. Um, and then, yeah, the band has kind of fizzled away in a naturally organic way, and Ellen and I have continued. I, you know what? I, I can't. I didn't see the full band. I don't see why anybody would need more than these two. I like the duo, actually, which is oddly because you actually say you're trying to get back to that with your solo stuff is voice and tune instead of stuff. So uh, it's ironic that you say that, too, because I just met up with a bass player. I'm actually putting together my solo album, and I'm actually getting a band together for to do it. But the, the idea being... Um, I now have newfound importance for how good a song with just pe like music and a voice needs to be without all this other stuff exactly. in order. So then now the other stuff can be added as like a, a spice to make it in the right places, not overlapping everything. No, I'm with you on that. I like the simplicity of right. sound. And when you, you hide, you, you know, you try to hide, Oh, that didn't sound good. So let's put this over it. Right. <laughs> You're just, yeah. The expression which I hate is polishing the turd, and I don't like it. <laughs> polishing a turd. I, yeah. But that's kind of what it is, right? I mean, you kind can of... can be. Ideally, it will be, um, you know, what to, to really think, like, what is necessary to take to make it hit harder, to make it just, to, to make it as fulfilling of a thing as I, as the artist, want it to be. So you know what my favorite, my favorite type of music, like, what in in the vein of what we're talking about is actually 
good acapella mm. does it for me. Yeah. Add a little bit acoustic, like guitar. I'm, I'm good with that. Totally. A little bit of piano here and there. Or uh, Abe Byrne plays flute. Little right. flute. Acapella. Do you know Abe? Do you know Abe? I don't know if I know Abe. Do I know Abe Ellen? A-E-B. It's what she goes by. Sometimes I turn to Ellen to check with what I know because she <laughs> is has she, this Is she your brains? Oh, my is God. She's, <laughs> she's like my hard drive. <laughs> she's just like, she remembers everything. It's amazing. Every name of everyone we've ever met, what they look like, where we met. Like, it's really helpful. <laughs> and Ellen, I, I've, in my research of you, I, you, you're pretty, you're pretty well read. You do remember everything. You've read like every book ever published <laughs> from what I hear. Oh my God. <laughs> you're like, you're probably a walking encyclopedia. You have a, a, a deep well to draw from is what I, is what I've experienced from what you write and what you read. I second that. Okay, come on, Mr. Mr. Gardner. <laughs> what, I'm on the spot now? What do you want from me? I want everything you from want you. It. You know, I've got a question for Ellen first. Okay, when yeah, you were at the, When you were Ellen, maybe, on a reading list, at the library, was that with Marta Mitrovich? Yeah, she yes, just said it. Now, yeah. I probably met you there because I used to read there wi uh, with Marta yeah, also before yeah. the Coeys took it over. I've also got a quick story about Ellen I just learned from her mother, Judy. <laughs> Oh, no. She she occasionally <laughs> gets mail to Judy Maybe, <laughs> so oh now, which I just think that's hysterical. <laughs> so oh, the, the really? Maybe has taken over the entire family name. <laughs> wow, how interesting is that? Look at that. that Look that at that happen. Cool. Look at that go. <laughs> okay, you know what? This is really weird, but I think we're going to take a break because then we'll be on schedule. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Don't go away. What happens when this art gets discovered, gets commercialized, is that, you know, it's, it's something I'm fighting against every single day because I don't believe in it. And people say, but you run a gallery and you sell work. My intention for that was very different. Also, my intention for building this is very different. If you want to know, you have to sit down with me for <laughs> one or two or more beers and we'll have a conversation. But I can say honestly that it's really important to show all these breaking points. What happened to graffiti artists when they became gallery artists whose career survived it, whose was damaged by it. To listen to the full interview and find more information, visit our website at vantagepointberlin.com. Previously on Vantage Point. I think with the, the music, it's kind of, it's sort of split down the middle, I guess, in my studio, that there's music stuff one side and then there's painting stuff the other side. <laughs> so it's kind of, if you get, you know, if you get stuck with one of them, I can kind of jump to the other one. And but I do a lot of kind of, I guess we all do, kind of positive procrastination. So if I have a deadline for the music, it's guaranteed I'll be painting. <laughs> you know, and, and, and vice versa. So there's no real rhyme or reason to it, I guess. But it seems, it seems to work. They both offer different things, I think. I mean, they're definitely connected. To listen to the full interview and find more information, visit our website at vantagepointberlin.com. Previously on Vantage Point. When I started, we are just 10 of us in the mid-90s. So you imagine a huge city like that, completely empty of graffiti, because in that city, it was very common, the political graffiti and also the football and soccer food graffiti. Ah, football, yeah, yeah. That kind of graffiti is what the people at that time 
was thinking about graffiti. We, me and other friends, we are like the, the first to start to paint like a, like the typical New York lettering. So at that time for us was like a kid in a candy store. To listen to the full interview and find more information, visit our website at vantagepointberlin.com. You are watching T Radio V. Radio in TV. Hey, welcome back. Okay, I know I've said this before, but that was actually um, my Berlin guy. So make sure you do go to Vantage Point Radio. Um, I'll have uh, James Ballou probably back on the show at some point. But those are some, um, some amazing artists that he supports and talks about in a whole different part of the world. So that's kind of cool. And I know I'm promising it like a lot, but Danny Wood at some point from Hidden Streets of London will be back on the show. Um, I'll keep you updated on that. Okay, I really want everybody out there to experience this music and poetry duo. Actually, poetry and music duo. What, what, what would go first? Oh, <laughs> oh that's a funny one. Oh, Take it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Every which way, actually, <laughs> there's stuff that we a lot of stuff we write simultaneously, like yeah. he's and he like he's playing and I'm writing something to go exactly along. Sometimes he gives me music that's happened and I put like uh, the words to it. Sometimes I give him music, I mean words, and he puts music. Um, sometimes we did something that was like um, like a improvisation in the moment, but I heard like that was the song. I just sensed it. Yes. Like, and it's so, uh, so many times, like no one particular way. It's so neat. It's the know? way creati creativity works. It sneaks up on you in all, all different Absolutely. ways if you're open to it. And we're okay, let's, let's do it. Yeah, we're really willing to tap into however it comes out. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes poetry first, sometimes music first, sometimes simultaneously, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so a matter of when? Yeah. Shall we do? Okay. Let's it do it. Yeah. <coughs> so this is one uh, that's kind of representative of the poetry music mashup. It was a California palm tree in Joni Mitchell's backyard. It was a sunny day in LA, and the records were being spun on the axis of the stars. It was a freeway free of traffic. It was a hat being blown frisbee like into the teeth of a billboard. The world was changing, smartphones were a future gleaming. The world was orange peel and history biting its tongue. The world was new, very young. The world was on a first name basis with Earth. People were not even a thought yet. There was only space and luxurious rain. There was only glow and the ambition of thunder. There was only the memory of whatever was. There was only a glimpse of a kaleidoscope wish. There was only tomorrow leaving its footprints on today. There was a lighthouse overlooking the sea like a cloud full of fire. Things were encroaching. It was only a matter of time. 
Things are closed. It was only a matter of when. Things were turning, spinning. Things were coming down to the house of the open eye. Things were coming into focus. Things were coming into view. Things were still hopeful. There was an ice, ice cream, cream truck, truck and a and piano. piano. There was an apple, apple and, and a, a room, room full of books. There was a sky full of chords. There was a dance still finding its feet. There was a beach. There was a billboard. Things were fast. Technology in the sweet note. Live in the mouth of the rain. Theater in the stage. Lived in the crook of one's elbow. Everything was right where we left it. Everything there for the moment. Everything there made of time and flower, eating up our life with memory and the time before backyards kept the trees company as we rooted the music within. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Cool, right? Oh my <laughs> god, this is cool. So you can there's a video of us actually recording that live um online. How did I not find that? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Ellen and Robbie in YouTube, we have a bunch of videos up actually. I looked through most of them. Maybe mm -hmm. I thought, you know what? I probably just didn't look at them because I knew I was going to have the real deal. Yeah. So I probably <laughs> yeah, I probably uh, didn't even look at them. Okay, but interest uh, that was so amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank I you. love what you guys do. I just love you're just so both amazingly talented and connected. You've got it going on. We fill in each other's gaps in interesting ways. You do. Not that You can tell. Yeah, it, it's it's like it's that's why it's such a symbiotic relationship cuz like you know, I um I find myself struggling with lyrics sometimes. Um, and it seems to be so effortless for her. Yes. And yes. she has no piano or musical training, but she loves it, and she loves, you know, and it's just like, boom, like, what a fit. So beautiful. Okay. <laughs> okay, like I mentioned when I was um, introducing John Gardner, he also does something that's pretty interesting with Jason Fuddy called Shakespeare's Fool. I have a little one-minute clip that I wanted to show you guys so that you know what I'm talking about, Shakespeare's Fool, how it began. So let's go to that. It all started at one of these fancy parties on the hill. There's a hill here in Laguna Beach with houses overlooking the ocean. It's a beautiful little town, you know. John was doing it. John was doing speeches from the plays of Shakespeare. And I was just there to play my own songs and kind of whoop up the night. It was like a house concert. But he'd been booked to be the MC. And um, I was just blown away because he, he was doing these speeches from Shakespeare. And people were listening to this. Real Housewives of Orange County. That's what we were doing. That's who he was doing it for. And they were listening. And it was amazing. So um, I felt a bit upstage, frankly, and I went home that night and I thought, how can I get in on this act? And uh, I, I, wrote, I wrote a tune for one of the songs, and I went back and met John. We played tennis the next day, didn't we? Yeah, next and, day. Uh, and then I said to him, I've got this idea, and it, just, it came from there. Um, and it's just grown into this thing. And last week we sold out, and this week we sold out too. So we're hoping to sell out. 
Okay, so you're going to be doing a Shakespeare's Fool performance with Jason Wynn. Well, we'll probably do another one at Heisler Park. Yeah, Heisler June. Park probably. But June. then the, the exciting thing is we're going to do one at the New Swan Theater. Oh, that's right. right. At, at UC Irvine. The New Swan Theater is built for the Shakespeare Festival at UC Irvine. The dimensions are exactly the same as the original Swan Theater in Shakespeare's time. But to add one thing about that, Paulina, for Robbie and for Ellen, Ours is a, is a symbiotic relationship also. Yes, We've been doing this for six years, like except definitely. that we work differently because I do the monologues on my own. Jason rehearses on, you know, with his band on his own. The songs he sings, they're Shakespeare's lyrics from the plays. Mm. He just but wrote he just music. wrote original music. Mm. We don't have the original music from Shakespeare's time. Mm. So he wrote this orig- brilliant original music. You know, he's British, as you can tell. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it's a combination of sort of British blues and rock and roll, a little bit of folk thrown in, et cetera, and they're gorgeous. And then he would say, for instance, we end the show with He Does Blessings on You, which uh, is the end of the show, and it's from the Shakespeare's play The Tempest. And so the previous monologue I use is Shakespeare's goodbye to the theater through the character of Prospero, who was also in The Tempest. Last play, last monologue, last song. So that's how we wow. you know, end it. And so it's just become, and then we've switched. His wife is now doing the show with us. So we've kind of, we have a bass player and a drummer, usually Alan Deramo yeah, yeah. and Evan Stone and or Stone. Ray Weston. Or Ray Weston, they're both amazing. And it's just, it's so much, six years now. Wow. This, this spring we've been doing this show. It's fantastic. If anybody gets a chance to see that performance. Have you seen it, Poe? Oh, I've seen it many times. We should do something together. The, the it'd, be, it'd be fun oh, to do. Oh, my That's gosh. That would be at, amazing. At Heisler Park, too. Heisler Park really would be great. Fun. Sooner. Yeah. June, June seems too far away. June does seem too far mm, away, no, doesn't it? it? I mean, does you, I, we're doing a thing at uh, Pondwater in Covina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's saw right. that. Covina, yeah, that yeah. Um, You're going to have so much fun. I've been there. That's yeah. Jo- Joanne's. Yeah, we've, we've done it before, too. It, oh, she's so much fun. That's I wonder it. if there's any way we could like get you on the bill or something. It's I'd run Laguna Poets Workshop on uh-huh. the same day at the same uh, okay. time. Uh, gotcha. Busy. Yeah, so a bit busy day. We'll yeah. figure something out, though. We'll figure we'll something out. We'll okay, Mr. Gardner. Yes, ma'am. I want to hear one of your poems from your new book. Okay. Yeah, I do have one. You know what? I'd be glad to. In fact, I thought about it. I switched one. This is kind of for you. Polina. Oh, gosh. Should this it have is, dirty this, words in it? No, no, no. This <laughs> and is I'm going to be embarrassed? This is for the gentle side of you. <laughs> do I have one? This is. You this mean is the back the, side? You mean the soft side? <laughs> this isn't for Poe. This is for Polina. Oh, it's for Polina Headed. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the word orenda. I just kind of, you know, how we you pick a word out. You mean horrendous? Orenda. <laughs> O-R-E-N-D-A. And I just came across the word, and I love the definition. The defi- orenda, noun. So I use this as the epigraph, the definition of it. It's a supernatural force believed by the Iroquois Indians to be present in varying degrees in all objects or persons and to be the spiritual force by which human accomplishments, accomplishment is attained or accounted for. That's Orenda. So I just wanted to take off on a short poem and see what I could come up with. In spite of all the anger, pain, greed, destruction, circling our planet like a spider's web, I managed to see such beauty and majesty in person, place, and thing that even when I harbor no faith in a great spirit, I see angels everywhere painting one dark abyss after another with sunlight, angels holding lanterns at the ends of tunnels, angels locking hands to restrain floodgates of tears and loss. Last night, the dogs woke me with mournful howls containing no agitation, Howls returned to the hills from whence they came. Howls from cousin Coyote, 
joyful in his celebration of minerals, rocks, crystals, spirits beneath his paws, understood by dogs in spite of their surroundings of blankets, rugs, and polished wood. I have an inkling that these howls contain elements of orenda, and I further suspect that this strange language is understood by beings far outside our small pocket in the universe. How odd and beautiful it is to contemplate that the howl of Grandfather Wolf, the whale's song, the high-pitched squeal of dolphin, nightingale's symphony, the splash of a rock in a lake, multiply the human vocabulary by thousands of words, and yet they lack translation. They are the missing link in our evolution, not skeletons yet to be unearthed. For me, these are the answers to questions I seek. This is all the divinity I need. Brilliance. <laughs> Orenda, just, I like the word, it's funny. It's just again, you take off. Could have done this with Ellen, and we could have written using that as a prompt, and we could have connected with our own kind of music, but through words and two different kind of pieces. Everybody in this room yeah. is so incredibly talented and amazing. I can't even handle it. I can't even handle it. Okay, before I start to cry, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Wow, show's happy. Those kind of retro styles, I always wanted to be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course it was like the 70s and, you know, everything was disco. Yeah. If you're recreating any era or trying to, you know, do any kind of simulation of a car within the same, you know, 54 to 58, the wardrobe to be, whenever possible, to be traditional. Heathen Apostles does because we recreate that sort of old bluegrass roots country sort of thing, but we're still very modern in our styling. Last music video that we put out called Fool's Gold, and obviously kind of late 20s, early 30s gangster theme. We're all putting out creative media and we're all putting out here in LA because that's what you have to do as a creative person to be able to do. <laughs> Coming to society and getting in touch with your true essence. I think um, sadly what's lost in the world, I think, is people trying to be all the same. And I think we should be happy with ourselves and express the difference because I think it's what makes the world so much more beautiful to live in. Make it about ego and more embodying um, femininity and the essence of women and what is beautiful about women rather than an individual driven thing that, that it, you know, it's about the soul person. It's more about celebrating uh, femininity in general. She's a chameleon. She can transcend all different kinds of looks and eras. And you're in this free fall kind yes. of weird, like Jello mode. <laughs> you guys ever done a Jello shot? <laughs> Okay, 
Okay, welcome back to the Hollywood Poe Show. On Sunday, April 3rd at 2 p.m., images take flight. Feather art in Mexico and Europe at LACMA, Los Angeles County Museum of Art. Brown Auditorium, 5905 Wilshire Boulevard, Los Angeles. Marking the release of this much-awaited publication on Mexico's feather art, curator Iona Katsu will moderate a roundtable discussion with authors Diana Fain, Ellen Perlstein, and Gerhard Wolf. Highly valued since ancient times, feather mosaics captured the imagination of Europeans because of their iridescence, uh, the iridescence of the feathers and the great skill which, with which they were applied. The distinguished author, uh, authors will discuss this tradition from ancient to contemporary times, as well as the technique and materials employed to create these striking objects. The program will be followed by a book signing. The event is free, but you do have to have a ticket. Tickets are required. You can get those at lacma.org slash event slash feather dash art, if you can get all that. <laughs> Isn't the technology age great? Monster Palooza 2016. Everybody's going to that. Right? At the Pasadena Convention Center, 300 East Green Street, Pasadena, California. <laughs> Celebrate the art of monsters and movie magic. Everybody's into monsters, awesome. right? <laughs> I love that. Since its inaugural event in 2009, Monster Palooza has become internationally known as the place to be for fans and professionals of film, makeup, special effects, collectible toys, art, and monsters. Meet the award-winning masterminds behind some of the greatest creatures ever created from feature films, television, and the haunt industry. That gives me the creeps just thinking about it. With over 200 exhibitors selling one-of-a-kind creations, live makeup demonstrations, and more. Enter the famous Monsterpalooza Museum, featuring full-size creatures, hyper-realistic sculptures, screen-used props, and animatronics from your favorite films, as well as debuts of new creations from the world's best special effects studios in an atmospheric setting. Tickets available at monsterpalooza.com. I know a lot of people that I'm sure are going to that Monsterpalooza kind of event because they like monsters and they make monsters. So that's going to be exciting. Okay. Let's get on with the next one. What else you guys got? Oh, my so gosh. I want to tell you, um, the whole the thing about the project, Ellen and Robbie, yes. is that um, it's a combination of what we do together and what he does. It's this... Because it's all kind of this kindred. It's also <laughs> <laughs> it's all she kind started of flying away. <laughs> that happens. Helen, come back. Come back. Because <laughs> it's kind of like it's a kindred thing. So, um, so like he's gonna do an original song, and but like it's this thing. This both bodies of work are work together, and his work individually yes. is what the, it is. Yeah, yeah. It just it mer it yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna play an original song. Okay, cool. That's a, uh, this is the premiere of sorts. Actually, yeah. I, I wrote it last week, and it. I'm so grateful in those Yay. moments when they like they come out in a just a flurry. Yes. And so I, this is, has the most. You caught it before it got away. Exactly. <laughs> Good exactly. job. Yeah, this has the most lyrics I've ever written in a song, and um, and it's probably the most authentic and like uh, vulnerable I've made allowed myself to be in a song. So, anyway, we're gonna look at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Liquid Metamorphosis. Wow. I 
hands in the clouds and my feet hover inches off the ground at any moment my vision may be altered by the sparkling of glitter or a darkness suddenly all around i seem to lose all my sense and my dollars fastest scholars careful calculations all predicted i would every time i reach the Anyway, I am 
That was so awesome. Thank you. See, I told you he was a sparkle unicorn. I told you. Gosh, you, you guys are all amazing. Just so amazing. Don't forget yourself, Paulina. Yeah, you're included in this room. You said everyone in this room. Yeah. That's yeah, well, those true. guys do. They're not in this room. Yep. They're, they're good, too. Oh, my gosh. I am just, I can't even, I can't even breathe right now. This is, you guys are just so great. Okay, um, I think it would be wise to go on a break. Should we go on a break? Let's go on a break. Okay, we'll be right back. spoken word spoken song but we talked about photographers we talked about yeah. painters we talked about dancers yeah. we talked about uh, Shakespeareans regular actors poets writers art on any level whether it's music visual art um, writing you know any kind of creative endeavor that there's there's a value to it We merged the worlds together, the art world and the music world. You know, they say everything is with the bright brain, the visionary, the imagination. So what we need to do is, as spirit beings who are, have limitless potential, is to tap into the left brain. When you improv, you're completely connected to the music. from the opposite direction. I started with the best of the best. <laughs> exactly. Right? I started with uh, Versace and Armani and Yves Saint Laurent. It's kind of becoming like the rock star thing to do is uh, instead of being in a band and going on tour, we just go on tour to paint walls. And it is a challenge for us how to be true to ourselves and at the same time be able to, to pay bills, be able to, to, to do it as a vocation. Industries change. We have, we have gaming. We have animation industry. I started my career as as an animator, a Disney character animator. A figure drawing instructor at uh, Noman School of Special Effects. Create a sculpture within a sculpture within a sculpture. You can create things that unfold. You can create things that work and walk around and things like that. So, people's imagination is going to just going to be ignited. Yeah, I was a professional stage actor for eight years in New York. What was weird is that when I was spinning around, I literally felt, I started laughing uncontrollably, and I felt like I was going insane. Creativity and art in all shapes and forms is a way of communication with everybody. It, it, you know, it goes through language barriers and racial barriers and everything. Welcome back. Okay, so you saw the Wet Puzzle Piece promo. Okay, that's what this is all about, promoting the creative culture. So keep tuning in. Keep watching us. That's helping because you get to see all these amazing people. 
Okay. John Gardner, what else you got from your Rogue Wave Zuh. book? It's it's plural, Rogue Wave. Oh, Rogue Wave. It's not just one wave, baby. There's one another one Ooh. right behind it. It's like a waterbed. So here's one of the Rogue <laughs> Waves for you, for Paulina. Because Paulina and I have a lot of psychotropic experience in our past. Psychotropic. Johnny Cosmos Sails Again. That's the title. In a vignette of simultaneous dreams stirred by psilocybin, I dreamed the origins of everything. The birth of energy, hydrogen, gravity, and time. Myriad stars boomeranging through the universe, all related to us. I saw our sun, billions of years old, with billions yet to go, become a core of hot carbon, a red star, a burnished diamond in space, our jewel in the galaxy, marking where we used to be. I dreamed we were all sailing on long boat rides back to the Milky Way, mastheads placed on asteroids, tacking through vast canyons of wormholes and arriving on the other side, shining again, all of us morning stars. Mr. Gardner, you're amazing. Yeah, thank you. That is so sweet. Well, you're amazing to have us on the show. The, and you're I know you're t- always amazing. Everybody knows it, right? Well, we no, all know. Well, I just want to say, I know yeah. time's going quickly. I want to hear another song from Robbie. Okay. And Ella. I just want to say, this is, you know, this has been, we're going through it. Such a pleasure to be on with you and Robbie Ellen. This has really been fun. And with Paulina as the host, it's been this wonderful, talk about a, a symbiosis. It's I've just, there's a wonderful circle going here for sure. I hope it plays out through the radio waves too. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure yeah. it will, because if we feel it in here, it's out there, too. No, these guys are telling us to get the hell out of I here know. as soon as possible. No, they, <laughs> no, just they need it smiling. Okay. Okay. okay, okay, what's next? Okay. Are we going to talk about giraffes? Get in your mouth. Oh, you yes. Yay, is it giraffes? giraffes. Yes, 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 we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I love giraffes. Oh, okay. my God, do you? Yes. Gosh. Yes. <laughs> well, who doesn't love giraffes? Anyone who doesn't love giraffes really needs to do some soul searching. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. So this is what we're, we we got to. There is a giraffe, Kiko. You know, that was born on giraffe camp, and we got to meet him. But we wrote this like maybe we send someday we. This was before we knew we could meet him, and then we got to meet him, so we put it in there. Huh? Yeah, we we. She actually even says like one day we'll meet in this poem, and and we. Because we like put it out there, then it we made happened. it happen for ourselves. Yeah. yeah, we performed an entire set for a giraffe and his parents. Yeah, <laughs> a baby, nine-month-old giraffe who was nine feet tall at the time. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. That is yeah. so cool. And we had to feed him. It was really special. Very much. Yeah. So this one's hey. called Kiko. Mm-hmm. Kiko of Greenville. Yes. <laughs> A million saw you fall into the world, sleeping five minutes, dreaming the symphonic horizon. Earth cam made you incredibly adorable superstar. Kiko in Greenville, you have a Twitter account. Born in autumn to a giraffe named Autumn, you have a Facebook page, five foot eight at the moment of birth, what makes your heart quiver. Squiggly ear, curious, taller than a kaleidoscope. What sort of things inspire you? Do you ever wish you were a person? People, do you ever wish you were a giraffe? Kiko of Green. 
are so lovely. Eating the leaves from the trees of the giant sea. origami painted by Van Gogh. Kiko, someday we'll see you and we'll dream of xylophones and music way up high in the sky. And the world goes on and on. Oh my gosh, it's so great. And he has a <laughs> new baby brother, Susie. Oh, thank you guys. Yeah. They love to rap. He has a new baby brother who is even taller than him at first. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like six foot one or something. Wow. That's taller yeah. than me. <laughs> okay. We have to wrap it up. So anybody who has been on the show who wants to be on the show, www.wetpuzzlepiece.com. Check it all out. You can find all my social media junk. You can find the show on it. It'll be posted today. Usually today, same day as the show, because I'm a superhero. Okay, we'll see you next week. Keep tuning into the post show because it matters. Help us elevate the creative culture. Look at these amazing people. They're everywhere, and we need to be able to see them. You're so great, Paul. Okay. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. It's fun. So fun. You are watching T-Radio Me, Radio MTV.